and welcome to Grind Forever, the PNB podcast routine RPG discussion show. I am your host, Dylan Tierney, and joining me is... Oh, you guessed it, it's me. Literally the first person I thought of when I'm like, hey, we haven't done Mass Effect 3 yet. I wonder if Kayla's busy. <laughs> uh, so Kayla Zumbum, say hello. Yep, it's me. Hello. Hello. And if you couldn't tell, we are talking about the end of the Mass Effect trilogy, the culminating chapter, the final Mass Effect uh, in the core Mass Effect series, let's say. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the only Mass Effect game we haven't talked about in this show, and that's Mass Effect 3. Because we did do Andromeda, I think, around the time it came out. Did we? Might want to revisit that one. <laughs> so we did act, so you actually did an episode of Dragon Age Origins with someone years ago and then we redid it <laughs> hey it works out it's an hd remake of of uh, dragon age origins i don't mind i don't mind uh, that at all uh, so uh, th- th- we've taken second swings with different guests it's that's totally an, an option for us here at crime forever not? i mean i'm the one i'm the one making the rules bitch what are you gonna do <laughs> please 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 keep supporting me on patreon.com slash pnb uh but no um We've been kind of just putting off Mass Effect 3 for a while, so I thought, hey, why not? Like, this seems like a good time as ever, because myself and Kayla have lots of thoughts on Mass Effect 3. It's great. It's under, I'd say underrated, because everybody puts it next to 2. I think, for my, you know, dollar for dollar, I think it's just as good as 2. Yeah. Which I know can be kind of a controversial thing a, to say. It's but just like, a different tone. Everything has a different yes, tone. Yes, for sure. Because it's a it's the finale, because it's the final game, you Shit know, got everything's real. got this tone of, like... Of, like, shit has already gotten real. Everybody knows about the Reaper shit now. Like, everything's going down. Literally, the the start of the game is you, as the Reapers, fucking tear shit up. You know? Yeah. You are and like, Commander uh, Shepard, and you've been under house arrest for six fucking months. Because you might have or might have not been responsible for the Batarians dying. Who, who could say? Who could well, say? Well, I think it's just because you were involved with a terrorist organization. <laughs> I mean, that could also be part of it. Like, it's just aligning yourself with Cerberus, yep. but... They're just like, ooh, you did, you did cray. You... Oh, no, hold on now. Yo, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, you no. Were... And then the Reapers invade Vancouver, and then you're just running across all these fucking silver buildings or whatever. Yeah. The... Those those run animations for Shepard were a little silly, because he, he, he kind of looks like he's like a cowboy fucking ninja or whatever. <laughs> It lo- it looks a little ridiculous, but they they at that point they were just trying to sell the scope of the Reapers invading, yeah, and everybody's like freaking the fuck out. At the, these things are huge, and let me show you the scale of how huge they are by even the small ones just being like as big as a fucking dreadnought, and then everything else is just like they're touching up our atmosphere. <laughs> this is how big they are. It, yeah, yeah, they literally like upon entry, just burning through the atmosphere, and it's like they're still getting there by the time they reach ground, and it's like, oh, how are we gonna fight this? Uh, I don't know. Everybody's just kind of going to escape pods now. Like, <laughs> we're getting the fuck out of there uh, because it, it is a bad scene. Now, it, it wasn't that Earth got conquered just like that. I'm pretty sure it was. It would. Didn't the Reapers say or something? It would take like a few days, like to totally take over or something. Yeah, they're just like yeah, full assimilation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, because. You okay? So let's let's go through this. Let's go. Through All right, it. let's walk through let's it. Walk, through walk it. me through this process. All right. So the fir- beginning of the sh- of the game, you, Commander Shepard, are under house arrest. And you've been there for six months, total isolation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. except for Cortez. Uh, 
big beefy Cortez, ba uh, voiced by none other than <laughs> the man who also does Iron Bull, <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> oh, Freddie Prince Jr. That's right. <laughs> he plays in. The I like this character. People shit I, on him quite a bit. I like I him a lot. I love Cortez. He's he's a a a dork. He's a he is a big dork, but in a good way. He's a cinnamon roll dork with a gun who you wish you could bone and he has some weird <laughs> he has some weird feelings about Shepard uh that are not definitely yeah definitely if weird it's a female there's some there's some uh, there's some feelings there he's not he's not <laughs> entirely comfortable with them and he's like oh okay feelings don't know how to express myself commander uh, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> flirt but also like do double entendres but also like totally afraid because you're my hero <laughs> i don't know how to handle a strong woman i don't i really i really just don't have the emotional maturity to process all of this right now i re hold on i respect I you but I, I respect you too much to bone you i gotta do more pull-ups hold on <laughs> oh hold on let me just have my really tight fucking shirt while i do pull-ups yes, yeah that's <laughs> fine by me i'm i'm totally fine with it and depending on who lives in, no, he was great. in mass effect one you either meet ashley or kaden and they are both doing good. Ashley looks great. Caden looks hot as ever. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Caden looks the same. Ashley looks very she's different from Mass Effect 1. very different than Mass Effect 1 <laughs> and 2. She's, she's pulled right. herself together very well. Uh, she looks... <laughs> she, get, she got the racist out of her, and then now she's doing great. Yes. <laughs> she, when I first saw her, her, I was like, oh, is... She gonna be a romanceable character for Femshep because she looks like she should be. She looks like yeah. And I was you, like, yeah, that's definitely the vibe I, coming off. And yeah. I tried to. <laughs> I was like, come on, let's let's get with Ashley. Let's do it. Let's see if it works. Nope, just Caden. Caden is just your surprise bisexual. Uh, in that game. Funny how that works. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's fine. Um, yeah. it's still no, hilarious. They totally to played watch. it off pretty well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they're like, "What do we do?" Because they take you to a council and like, "How do we beat the sh reapers?" And, and the council is just like, "Oh, Shepard, how could we have known that the reapers were coming? We're so who could have warned us?" No, and it's, a, it's a like, yeah. yeah, it's a military tribunal for Earth. It's not even the actual council. Oh, that's right. And they're, they're not the council like, yet. Like, how do we fight them? Like, man, we should have been fucking doing this two years ago. I told you. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, talk. yeah. Like, where, where were you guys after fucking Saren did all that shit, man? Like, we had all the proof we needed right there. You just didn't want to believe it. And now look where Head we are. Now we're fucking on the on the back foot for the next fucking six months. But luckily, like, they're like, everything goes to shit. You flee. Anderson stays. You might have watched a kid die. You did watch a kid die. Uh... Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. That blown out of the sky in a fuck. Oh, that's sad. Um, and then and you got the Inception music uh, carrying you away yeah. on the Normandy. I actually had the Reaper tone as my text message alert for a bit. I would love if I was watching a really sensitive moment in like a movie or something, and like you know, it, it's some emotional climax. Then. <laughs> Just out of fucking nowhere. I had to go <laughs> off at work. Um, <laughs> and my, the ASM at the time, actually, we were both giant, like, the whole crew was nerds. It was Office Depot. We're all a bunch of tech nerds anyways. And he goes, "Right, was that a fucking Reaper? And I was like, 
Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> and he's just like, you're, God, you're a nerd. And I'm like, fuck you. At least I can get D. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Got him. Got him. Oh, yeah. Ass. I was like, you fucking nerd. Haven't had a date in years. Eat shit. I get D on the rag. Um, I'm so mean. I'm so mean. <laughs> You're just letting it ride. I'm, I'm not going to stop oh, you. God. Gonna stop you. I, and he was my boss. Like, <laughs> Wow, I've never had an actual spit take on this podcast in my life. I've never had a legit spit take, but now I just got fucking soda in my nose. <laughs> well, look, I was still a manager, so it wasn't like I was... It's not like you were some peon, no, no but it's still, like... it's the idea of just like, He's fucking like, dickless virgin. Damn. <laughs> All right, me. so Mass Effect Three. Okay, yeah. So you escape, and then so the, like, so what? The tribunal's like, I don't know. Help out the Turians, I guess. Well, the, first you have to go to Mars. <laughs> oh yeah, because totally there's the archives on Mars that they found all of these things, and luckily, one thing they did right is they put Liara in Prothean archives. It said, "Help us find." <laughs> we were yeah. dumb, but help us find because we put Shepard on ice for a minute. And the right of sorry for the job. Yep, she's she's great. And of course, Caden or Ashley are. I like, feel like they're almost apologizing for the fact that you couldn't play as her in Mass Effect Two. Almost because like she's oh, put right her, there. Put her in the squad. Yeah, like right there, back in the squad. Like yeah, we got the gang back together. She's like the most. Pi- she's a ama- She's one of the most like powerful biotics. Uh, oh yeah, she's, she's great. She's great. Um, I got no complaints about Liara, top to bottom. I even think like. Yeah, her role had to be reduced in two, but like they had a purpose for it, I feel like. And yeah. having it swell back up for three, it's like, yeah. That's like, perfect. If there was a canon ship or whatever, I feel like no matter what Shepard you are, and Liara is kind of like, that, that almost feels like the, the the default, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think it can <clears throat> be. But uh, So if she is the Shadow Broker in two at the end with the DLC, she's still the Shadow Broker. Um, she has pretty much both the stuff. If you don't do the Shadow Broker DLC in two, she still finds the Shadow Broker ship and it's just trashed. So she gets whatever the fuck she can and she just, like, she uses a fucking, like, actual, like, platoon of troops to go after him huh. if you don't. Um, I would have loved to see what that was like, though, and then, to be honest. Yeah, but she just is <clears> like, <throat> man, we just wrecked shit. Like, I don't know, is Farron alive? I don't remember. <laughs> Um, but you figure out, uh, that Cerberus infiltrated the ship with an AI, or with the archives with this portable AI, um, mm-hmm. and you <clears throat> have to go find these blueprints, you have to go get the data that it stole, which is these blueprints, apparently, for a weapon. You find that out just a little bit later. Right, right, the weapon, to, yeah, now, the crucible, now it's coming back to me. The Crucible. Yep. The Crucible. Uh, herring, McRed Herring, McRed Herring, McMcGuffin. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of the thing they just fall back on. Like, ah, oh, it's got to be for the, someone did the Crucible it. up the ground. Great. It's this ancient <laughs> thing that they were trying to get to. Cool. Um, and then that's where you get Edie. Uh, yeah. Edie's body. And you get the Normandy You get back. Edie in a body. And you get yeah. Jeff. And you get a new person. You get a couple new people besides cortez you get trainer um who's like what um the hell her name was oh wait no i think cortez is somebody different because i think 
You're thinking of Vega. Vega, yes. Cortez is the shuttle pilot slash, like, weapons quartermaster type guy. That's right, right, right. I knew you weren't that far off. was on Horizon. They were on Horizon. Mm. And he, his husband was taken by the collectors, and he was out in the field. That's right. So he didn't get taken, but he has a recording of his husband, like, telling him to don't be an asshole and mourn forever. And what was he doing being an asshole in morning forever? Uh, yeah, well. Sappy feelings. What's up? Um, but, and, like, that whole arc with him, and especially if you're a, if you're male Shep and you romance him, is so sweet. Like, it's so adorable. I love it. Because you can dance with him at the Citadel. Um, it's so cute. And then also there's Trainer, who's, like, the other female uh lady interest doesn't she like man the map or something in message yeah too? Is she that, does what um what the fuck her name is she's like your assistant um chambers yes she's like kelly chambers into yeah um and she's like i was just an r&d i was just here to do retrofits on the ship like why am i here great now i'm thrown in the fucking chaos of it oh, all God, and i guess I'm i don't know this, like mixed feelings oh great it's shepherd and then of course joker's there and he's like Haha. anderson just rubbed like on. i'm gonna bone a robot <laughs> yeah he's like oh yeah we were hiding the fact that Edie was an ai and traders like fuck i knew it <laughs> and, I, <don't, laughs> and of course i said sexual things about your voice because i'm a repressed lesbian cool great <laughs> <laughs> He has like oh, a 2000 man. credit toothbrush, which I have. Someone made a poster of that toothbrush, and I actually have a print of it. And I had it in <laughs> my bathroom for like the longest time. I should probably put that back That's up. That's funny. It's, still, it's so funny. Scission Mark IV or whatever, or Mark II. has like tiny <laughs> Mass Effect fields to like break up plaque on your gums. It's so dumb. <laughs> People, I love Bioware. They're dumb. Yeah. So you, yeah, I love the silly stuff. That yeah, you like but either Ashley or Caden gets hurt on Mars, like brutally hurt, like in coma hurt. And you go to the Citadel. Uh, and if you have romanced either of them, like there's conflicted feelings because they you still like love them unless you right. like boned an alien in two or somebody else, well. you know. Garrus forever. Yeah, you probably, probably, you probably had sex with like Jack or Garrus or Tolly or somebody yeah. or Garrus. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you, which man? Yeah, it's. I, I was kind of surprised. Three carried over most of the cast from two. I feel like a lot of the cast of two you could still play as. And like, well, I think the diehards of two, like your your ride or die crew, comes with. Yeah, yeah, but wait now. Was Rex back, or would you, were you playing as Grunt again? I don't think you're playing as Grunt. Grunt is no, another... you don't, you don't. There's no Krogan on this team. God, that's right. Yeah, you have. Mm. You see, you play with Grunt in a mission, and you play. Oh, one of my favorite fucking missions, by the way. Oh my god, the, the Thresher Mall trial. Uh, that's yes, so fucking that's cool. Um, yes, and we'll get to baby boy Grunt in a bit. Hell yeah, my baby boy. I love that meme where That's he just like son. goes through the crowd and he's like, "Mama." <laughs> I love that <laughs> meme so much. That gif is great. Uh so cute. Mama. Um so you go to the Citadel and they're like, "Yeah, oh so it's 
and Eudina is count is a counselor, no matter what, because Anderson's staying on Earth, or he didn't just right. just didn't take it. Um, and he's like, "Well, we're putting back your Spectre status, and maybe Ashley or Caden is going to be Spectre too. Who knows? You know, we'll keep that quiet. Right. We're in the fucking middle of a war, and you in the Citadel, you can tell what kind of tone the game is going to take because the Citadel is vastly different." from where it is in one and two like one right like there's some like darker areas but then there's also like the presidium mostly like that kind of faux utopia kind of look mm-hmm. like, yeah the know, presidium which is very like open skies and and then two is right. very bright lit and you know everything is you know it's still business as usual people bustling capitalism going woo and in three, it's just like <laughs> refugees, war people, poker games on the everything's decks, gone to shit because we're in a fucking in the docks. literal intergalactic war. Yes. Like, and then you with these giant fucking robot squids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> these robot bugs. I don't know. They look like whatever. And then you meet whatever happened to the fucking Terminator looking motherfucker? I don't know. I guess we kind of just forgot about. That. And we kind of just blew it the fuck up. Uh, for the well, most yeah. part. And then you meet. I still that 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 confused me so much when I was uh, younger. Let's say playing it for the first time because I'm like, well, I get that they're making a Reaper out of out of humans because it's like emulating the race they take over. And they and in Mass Effect Three they actually expound upon that to the actual Reapers as well. But it's just like I didn't see a like there weren't banshees that were like 700 feet tall. You know, like banshees were just banshees, and we'll get the banshees here in a little bit, but. Like, I still never got why there was a giant Terminator at the end of Mass Effect 2. Ah, that, I know. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, and then you meet, um, Jessica Chobot's character. The reporter. Wow. (laughs) With a really tight dress. (laughs) (laughs) The obscenely tight, unprofessional dress. Cool. With the ugly ass Is this the point where... Does this play into your old saves where if you punched her a bunch of times, she'd no, like that's, uh No, no, no. That's uh, Jin Oof. I am apologizing for that name. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, her last name is Allers. Diana Allers. She is the human Ooh, war okay. correspondent. And you can ah, say okay. yes to her being on or off, and you can do interviews and stuff like that. It helps with the war effort because you have, like, this galaxy map. Oh, yeah, they've redone the Normandy, uh, and it's a hell of a warship now. And, oh, yeah. like, with a huge, like, CIC war room, um, these two women that man the doors who trade quips with each other and talk about shit as you walk through <laughs> as you're loading screens. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, cute way to do a loading screen, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, they've rechanged where everything is. All the lab is gone. The uh, weapons armory is on the second floor anymore. It's where it's supposed to be, down on the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. Presley's back on the engineering. With uh, And then you can get Gabby, Gabriella Daniels, and Kenneth, uh, because of your Spectre status, you can bust them out of jail, and they can join the crew. Oh, hell yeah. And Presley's like, these two are great, and Gabby's just the most amazing woman ever. <laughs> and they're like, thanks, It's sir. like, oh, my friends, that I, like, my friends that are separate from each other are getting along. This is great. 
<laughs> you know, and Presley apologizes for not being on two, even though like, like um, uh, was it just because of the Cerberus stuff? Yeah, was like he was tech. He was like, I can't work with Cerberus because um, what the fuck? Her name, Karen, not but her last name, the Doc. Oh, uh, shit. shit. Oh. Yeah, the old, the the gilf. What's her name? Mm. Uh, uh, See now, now we gotta do live research on the fly. Hold on, we can. We so can I got a vamp and talk about this 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 old gilf that you fucking have wine with, or whatever the Sarah's fuck. Brandy. Is she also the one who will make your? F- there it is. Is she the one who will like dot make your face different in Mass Effect Two? Yes. I'm. We're so close. Oh, we're just. Uh, we're uh, right on the cusp. Where's my search? You can just look up Mass Effect old lady. I'm sure you get there. Mass Effect. Old lady. Karen Chakwas. <laughs> there it is. Chakwas, yes, there it the is. Best. Boom. Yes. And he's like, I know Karen Chakwas, like, Dr. Chakwas tried to get me to go on it, but he's like, mm, Cerberus can't. Like, he felt it was a betrayal to the Alliance, so he didn't go, but he was like, right. I felt really bad. And then you can grab these two. Uh, Kenneth and... Kenneth and Gabby, who... God damn it. Like, you want... Which then just that just makes it a party at that point. Yes, they're just the real party in the lower the decks. Cutest couple ever that haven't gotten together. They're a romance trope waiting to fucking happen. They're best friends. Oh, I'm sure. They're I'm friends sure. to lovers trope, like unrequited love here. That's going on in this. Um, <laughs> and as a romance writer, man, I could see all the fun tropes that are happening in this goddamn game. Thank you, Bioware. Well, there you uh, go. There's a lot of romance authors who love Dragon Age. And love Bioware because they do romance so well. Uh, well, they do it well, and they also like, yeah, some of it can verge on the like teeter on the edge of pandering, but some of it's very subtle and small. And like, you know, there's a fucking scene. I'm pretty sure it was in three. It might be two. What? Where like, if you don't romance uh, Tali or Garrus, they'll just kind of have a fling. No, they'll get together and actually be boyfriend girlfriend at the end. Oh, I thought it was just a fling. No, okay. like, I gotcha. think like. In three, it's like a thing, almost like a thing. Ah, thing. I see. I yeah. see. But the thing is, those two are both people that you want to bang. Yeah. So that's tough for them to end up together. Well, see, in Mass <laughs> Effect One, it was supposed to be if you went to Liara, Caden and Ashley would get together. Get together. And then when Vermeyer happened, there'd be some real conflicted feelings going on there, like survivors right. game and shit some like real that, shit. and they cut all that. Which would have been really fucking cool to see, but also, like, then it'd be really hard to also, like, be friends. Oh, and also, there's, like, Vermeer is just such an emotional fucking crux of that game anyway. I know. Like, you have to, like... With, even without that stuff. Sit... Yeah, I had to leave for, like, ten minutes before I could make a fucking decision. <laughs> like, flip coins, <laughs> do something. Oh, God. But also, okay, so we go to the Citadel, we go to Huerta Memorial Hospital, which is named after a president that's still technically kind of alive, but he just walks around, like... Emotional meat bag, um, emotionless meat bag, um, and there you see Karen Chakwas again. She's your doctor, and Doctor Michelle from Mass Effect One, the French clinic doctor who saves Tally. Uh, and then if he's alive, you see Thane. Mm, Thane's right. there, and he's like on his last legs. He's dying already. He's like, like he gets there, and he's like, "Oh, what's up, Shepard? I'm dying." Yeah, he's like, like <laughs> "You know, it's been six months. I was only supposed to last three, so whoopsie daisy." Um, so you and know, if you count the count the minutes, if here. you roam, <laughs> he's and he says that he will watch over 
the other the human that is brought in like Ashley or Caden and if you mm-hmm. romance them or if you're femme and you romance Thane and you've also romanced Caden he goes I know he's special to you Aww. and he'll he's like what we had was great let me take care of this uh, and then if it's Ashley you know he's like I know she's special to you we're friends I'll, I'll watch over her and then that's mm-hmm. where that goes um, and then you can either do Karen Chakwas or Michelle as your medics on the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen helps the war effort more. Um, but Dr. Michelle has this thing about Garrus. <laughs> 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 and it's real weird. Um, so you go and you... I always do Karen Chakwas. Like, I have to have... I have to have my medic with me. She's the best medic. Right. Um, I like Chakwas a lot. Chakwas is great. She she's with you through thick and thin, and she's like, no, they couldn't do anything to me because I was on official leave. So it's not like, because you can ask her like, why weren't you also arrested with me? And she's like, oh, I was on leave. <laughs> it's totally legal. <laughs> <laughs> what could they do? Say I couldn't go on vacation? Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> Quite a vacation yeah, trip. Yeah, vacation. <laughs> um, and then. The, city, the council's like, well, we're taking you to Palavin because maybe you can help us out. Maybe we can help you, you help out. got the war effort here on the Turian homeworld, you know, big deal. And when you get there, lined up. it is a hot flaming mess right in it's the bad center because, of the planet. You know, people people look at the Turians as like, these are the war, these are the, you know, more fashy, like war-ready people. Like they are a warrior race, um, like in a lot of different respects. They're very much Spartans. and they're, they're Aspie. Yeah, they're very much Spartans. Right. Uh, community as a whole, service above other. You know, service above yourself. Community above yourself. Like boot camp is a part right. of your puberty. Um, not a lap dance in Omega. Um, <laughs> uh, and you go there, and they're like, "Well, we're taking you to this moon because the fucking like." Palavin's on fire, on literal fire. Right. What a re- and it was a really cool visual oh, too. That skybox. That skybox is man, man, it's good. It's so good. And they're like, oh hey, no one knew that this moon had an atmosphere. It was a military secret. Uh, oh, you have to get our Primarch. <laughs> uh, he's on the planet. And then here's our attaché, and it's Garrus. And you're like, yes, Garrus. Um, Could have seen that coming. What's up, what's Garrus? What's up, Garrus? <laughs> and yes. Now what happens now? This is where they start plugging in fucking, like, random people if Garrus were to die in Mass Effect 2, right? It'd be just some guy. I think it'd, it'd be just, be just like, some guy, but I've never had that happen before. Exactly. Like, most people never have that happen. But they do have fucking stand-ins that... Yeah, uh, there are stand-ins. Just in case yeah. the Mass Effect 2 characters die. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. His name's, uh, Barris. I don't I know. Bakarian. <laughs> That's fine. Um... And he's, you have to go find, the Primarch is dead. You have to go find the new Primarch, uh, which is like their military leader. Right. So you go find him and you have to bring him on board because he's like, no, but I got to stay here for my men. And you're like, no, mm-hmm. asshole, get, get on the fucking ship so that we could all fucking live. <laughs> uh, and he's like, fine. And then that's fun. And then you find out his mm-hmm. son is just a total dipshit. Who got his got his rank from nepotism, and you have to go save him on Tachanka. Um, because he's like, 
Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to bring the Krogan in on this uh, because we need shit's going bad. Shit's going bad, we and we need, need them. We... And I know we've uh, fucked we them got, over and, and this... before, but this time will be different. The, and this is where they start talking about like you know curing the genophage and stuff, right? Yep. Is that where the first mm-hmm. conversations that start well, sprinkling in? Because that that's that's where they'll start sprinkling that later in the art, like. That because that's what Mass Effect Three is. It's the closing of like a, a million different loops. Like you, you, you do everything. There in this are game. you there cure are the goddamn genophage. Bookends upon bookends. Like you're shutting pages. You're finishing chapters. Like putting the like, right. Back. Like at, and with one game where you cure the genophage and settle the quarry and geth conflict. It's like man, you're doing this in the middle of an intergalactic war. That is fucking wild. Yeah, this is this is some crazy bullshit. Like this is some crazy shit you got to do. And of course, Rex is like, uh, "You gotta cure our genophage first, asshole." And yeah, like, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pledge our military support when you let us fuck. Yeah, <laughs> when you don't, let Rex when fuck. you don't have like mass miscarriages, which are no joke. Um, like, who your fertility rates at one percent? Maybe like, yikes. Um, it's pretty fucked up. And they're like, "Oh, by the way, we actually had a Salarian helping us out." Anywho. Uh, um, and then also like the Solarians stole a whole bunch of our women for because they were being they were being experimented on from Morden, I think. No, wait, wasn't it? Wasn't the guy who experimented on it? It wasn't Morden. It was Morden's underling. Yes, um, that was in two. Malin. Who is Malin? Yes, and yes. Morden, he was. Yes. He was an Omega. Yes, dude. I, it is surprising how much of this shit all fucking comes together, yeah. man. Good yeah, lord. Yeah, Malin was helping, and like all the the females from this camp, like volunteered to do this because, like, their race is dying. Right. They they are It'll suffering be like in a couple of generations. Great physical pain through miscarriages. Miscarriages are no physical joke. Like. That is a painful, like, traumatic thing to happen. And if you have, have them a lot, like, that's a strain on your body. And But, I mean, Krogan's mm-hmm. have redundant fucking organs. But still, like, the trauma of it, like, no one should go through that trauma. So you go to Sirkesh because it's an STG base that has them. And then, surprise, surprise, like, Edie shuts down in the ship. And then she comes womp, out. Womp. She comes out with her own ass body, <laughs> that's super hot and sexy. And jo- Joker's eyes fall out of his head, oh, and then his jaw hits the floor. And... <laughs> so, uh, and she's like, "I can make my hair whatever way I want, but this is the perfect place for me." But I chose a 1950s pinup poster. Yep. Because I wanted to. God damn yep. it. <laughs> well, that's, that's more along the lines of the elusive man picking that because he's a misogynistic asshole. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so now you have Edie, and then you go to Sirkesh, and then you find out, like, oh, hey, look, there's Morden. He's your inside hey, guy. He's the up, one Morden? that smuggled out pictures, because no one else would have known that these females were here. And then, of course, Cerberus finds out, and they're all sorts of fucked up again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you have to fight them, and you get out the last female. And, of course, Rex is with you, too, because why not? Which Rex, Rex in this game, I feel like they cranked up, like, dad joke, dad bod energy or whatever out of yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, got big bad. He just he's seems got so big dad energy. 
He's so done with everything. He's like John Goodman. He is like John Goodman as a fucking giant lizard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, my God. Yes, he is. He is John. Yes, he is. Sick of shit and, like, ready to get shit done when he needs to so he can right the wrongs made in history. And, like, he's trying to be a like, good. Fuck Because in Mass Effect 1, he's just, like, a mercenary. And then in 2, he's, like, at the end of 1, he's, of like, no, I need to step up and, and not be a fuckface. Like... I gotta do what I gotta do because my dad fucking. And you gotta save Rex because he could die in one. Yes, yeah, you could kill him in one. You he. Yeah, so that, I think it, I, and then doesn't his brother fucking fill his yes, shoes if that and happens he's or a something? Fucking dipshit. And he's 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 the he's way more of an asshole and way more of a fucking dipshit, like you said. Yeah, yeah. he's he's the lesser brother. <laughs> he's oh, he's an unrepentant like a fuck face. Uh, he's a fuck boy. I look at him and I'm just like, man. I miss Grunt. I, I miss Rex. <laughs> I miss my son. I miss my son. <laughs> but Rex's brother dies in the mission uh, of T'Chaka, which is funny to me. He, and he's like, ah, he was an idiot. Uh, <laughs> don't care. Uh, and then, of course, Rex gets feelings for the female who's a shaman, Eve. Uh, he, ca- yep. he catches the feelings. Uh, yeah, he sure does. He sure, right in, it feels it right in his quads. Right in his quads. Um, so then that goes through Tachanka. Um, which Which I kind of only remember for like the big set piece moments, but they're some of the biggest set piece moments in the fucking game. They are. Where like you realize that you have something on the Reapers, like you're able to take the fight, not to them, but you're able to like push back in some way. Yeah. You can knock them around a little bit, which is nice. Right. And also right. you learn a lot more about the Krogan because you go through like their ruins and you have like this different perspective through Eve who's so spiritual and she's like she's like an ultimate earth mother almost. Uh right. she's a total polar to to Rex who's just like fucking war and killing shit and she's like running gun running gun and she's fuck like up. You like no like there's Take real easy, meaning <laughs> to our culture. There's real substance to it. Like there's there's real history, and you get to see like through this barren wasteland. Like if you go to certain areas, like there's plants. You go in and you see like their culture. They had architecture. They had art. You know, and then you start hearing the stories about like the Thresher Ma mom, the mother of Thresher Ma. Oh, what's her name? Oh, I didn't know she had a name. She does. They call her Calros. Calros. Mother. Good Lord. Yes, Calros. Like the Thresher Ma, like the queen of all Threshers. The queen. The queen. And they're like, you're going to have to get Calros on our side because we there's this thing called the Shroud, and that's what's spewing the genophage into the air. Um, and it was Solarian built, and you have to take Morden and Eve – because Eve has, so, like, they figured out how to fix it in the genophage with her DNA. Um, and because the Krogan are actually becoming resistant to the genophage. Like, they're, mm. they're adapting to it. And when they found out, they had to redo the genophage. Well, Morden was a part of that team that, you know, tweaked the genophage so it would stay working. He can fix it. Right. So they have to go to the Shroud to fix it. Uh, and somebody has already gone in there and sabotaged it. Uh, so that if someone goes up and tries to fix it, 
it'll blow the fuck up. Right. But before then, and the Turians are helping. They have fighter pilots that are coming in to try and like sh- warn, like shoo away this Reaper. Like, no, go this way, cat with toy. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, and you're like, that's not working. So you have to lure Calros to this thing, and you have to like fucking sound off these big sonic drums. Yeah, they're like big right? hammers. Um, war drums. Yeah, war yeah, drums. War yeah, they they call Calros, and she just wraps around this reaper and just drags him into the ground it was the coolest shit in the fucking world when i saw I him like it was Fuck, yeah two o'clock in the morning when i first played that mission or something okay look mass effect 3 i literally got it that monday night at midnight i purposely took time off to play this game into completion i figured i had until friday uh i finished it Wednesday morning at six thirty. <laughs> I had a four. I remember. I remember P and B's around then. It was just like, yeah, I just kind of. And know, that was after all I did for a couple days. The great burglary of two thousand twelve. Oh god. Yep. So you needed it. You needed it. Needed it so bad. Um, it's cathartic it was for so sure. So cathartic. Uh, and I was just like, I couldn't scream or shout or anything, or else I'd wake up everybody. And I was just like, right. This is fucking coolest shit i've ever yeah, because you're seeing like you're seeing a fucking giant worm essentially like take down this reaper menace well, and like and because yeah technically that's one of the smaller reapers like in terms of like their infantry or whatever yeah. i think technically it is on the smaller side but still it's just like you know that brings like a spark of hope to everything yeah like, yeah we like because even on the ship even on the normandy people are like yo we took down a reaper like we can do this yeah um and then they get to the Asari world. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get, into we'll get that. there we'll get in a second. <laughs> uh, we're still on Act 1 in this, okay? Right. Um, yeah, we're on Act 1, and we're curing the genophage, and Morden is about to put his life on the line in, I think, one of the best sacrifice plays in that series. Or if he's already dead, it's somebody else. Um, or, yes, or Borden, whatever no, his name is. No, I think it's actually, um, it's the fucking, um, shit. It's the um, it's the STG agent who's at Sirkesh with you. Um, fuck, what's his name? No, I've totally blanked on that because again, I I would never let Morden die. Oh, I know. Oh <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. So it's it's not. It's I think it's actually the um, I think it's the STG agent for them. Um, mm. that's on the ship and he's because he's also the one that gives you that gun that shoots grenades oh yeah wow yeah that sticky, <laughs> that sticky grenade gun I love that thing so fucking much yeah when I got it in Andromeda I was like it's mine now like develop finally shit. it's back yes it's thank back. you um, yeah so they go to the shroud and they're like oh well someone fucking sabotage this and i can only do it uh manually from the inside and you're like what no Morden, no like let me do it and he he pretty much like holds a gun to your head and is like go fuck yourself pretty much he's like you're gonna let me go i made a mistake and i have to correct yeah (laughs) and he sings his gilbert sullivan song just to kind of calm his nerves as he's fucking nerves and then it blows up gets the job done and 
Yeah. Oh, it's this so the sad. death of Morden. And man, tears. Tears down my face. But also one of the secondary missions on that is to um to go after the Turian platoon that has Primarch, the Primarch son. And mm-hmm. he because they had like a warhead. A nuclear warhead on Tachanka just in case shit went bad. And Cerberus yeah, found yeah. it. And then they have to fucking... It's pretty fucked up. They have to fucking disarm it. And that whole platoon hates him. Hates him. He, They hate this right. guy, the commander, so fucking much. And he's like, <laughs> he's a fucking coward. And he's like, man, fuck you. Like, you're not in charge. And they're like, we, th- well, you shouldn't have been in charge either. And at towards the at the end of it, you can pretty much like make him look good in the eyes of his com- like his platoon, but then he sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Man. Yep. Yeah. Um, big big emotional moment. Big emotional touchstone for that game. This whole game obviously. is full of fucking emotional turns. But, yeah, yeah, and I guess that's kind of part of why I think people have some slight criticism with it. It's like. You're wrapping every single thing up in one game on top of a this is the big end of the world threat like this apocalypse like, thing. That's how it rolls. Like everything wraps yeah. up at the end of a fucking trilogy. What And like people have a reason to like try and bury the hatchet when there's like a giant threat, like a giant fucking like, this menace the breathing down their neck. Yeah, this is the time to get it like No, this this is bigger than all of our <clears throat> petty little fucking like dumb shit. Like let's We've like we're gonna be dead, and then let's talk about the Normandy flying mechanics on this thing. Cause what the fuck? Uh, oh, that when you get chased by the Reapers sometimes on yeah. a mini map. Oh, and that then shit? they keep coming mm. after you if you come back. Like you have to scan for <laughs> artifacts because through the Citadel to be like, man, if we had this thing, we could go do this, or if we had these rings or this flag or. The skeletal remains or fossils of these creatures, we could help win the like fight with the war. And then you have to go through the system and try and find this shit. Thank God I had a game guide when this game came out. <laughs> uh, or else I would have been fucked so many because they they're fast. Those reapers are fast, and you have to fucking book it. Um, it's aw- it's awful. It's awful. Um, because man i i totally forgot that like yeah obviously we have the uh geth quarian stuff to talk about but like so i got this game and i immediately bought uh javik and like javik story oh, God, and all yeah. the javik stuff the eden prime because eden prime yes you i feel like he is almost goddamn essential for the asari story that's coming up. oh from like, ashes that's the dlc yes from ashes, from ashes that's the one you go back you also get some cool ass guns. And you get the cool ass guns. Uh and then you get a fucking Prothean. You get a yes, you literally will recruit a Prothean. Uh kind kind not kind of. He's pretty flat out racist. Uh he's like, ah, oh, you primitives. Man, you guys are fucking bunch of bunch of knuckle dragon Neanderthal motherfuckers. Like shouldn't you be in your fucking wet cave, you fucking caveman? Yeah. Yeah, he talks about how like hail fucking tadpoles or jellyfish like in the ocean <laughs> and he's like wow primates you've really come far away and you're like eh. although if you if you if you end up boning him in citadel he's like i guess you primitives are good for something <gasps> that's right you can't do that <laughs> yes it's so funny uh, god the 
we'll we'll have an episode about the DLC, but the, I love the Citadel like basically the gag romances. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the, the they're so the fucking gag. good. Even Vega is just like I don't think I'm comfortable with it just happening. <laughs> let's never speak of this again. <laughs> let's uh, just agree to move on with our lives, eh, Commander? <laughs> no, but um, is that what's the, so? Is it the Asari world and then the Corian one, or I forget what order it's in. Oh, I guess it doesn't really matter if we're going to talk about both uh, of them. Actually. Uh, it's pri- so there's priority to Chanka, and then there's you go back to the Citadel. Right. You go back to the Citadel again. Um, Start Act Two. Mm-hmm. And your 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 first Ashley Arcadian's awake. Um, and if you've boned somebody else, and, and they're your romance, <laughs> you have an awkward conversation uh, where either you're like. Uh, yeah, so what we had was fun, um, but Garrus oh, is my, my husbando, or <laughs> or Liar, or whatever, or Tally, or... Or Tally, or, Miranda, you know, my heart belongs to Tally, or whatever. Or Thane, or you can be like, look, I was just blown off steam, I thought I was gonna die, like, please take me back. I was literally reassembled... Killed and reassembled in a, in a, a fucking lab by a bunch of mad scientists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had literal scars on my face. Like, <laughs> I was alive a day before shit happened. <laughs> uh, please take me so back. So I was just like, like you said, it was just blowing off steam. And you know what? We're back. We're fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, they're gonna make me a specter. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah. specter. And then, of course, like, Caden's half-dressed, showing his abs. Gotta show off the abs. Bruises everywhere. (laughs) And Ashley's like, thank God she's dressed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, so you go back to the Citadel. Um, There's codes. There's a statue. Oh, um, you see... You get to... Is this where you see more visions of the kid? Uh, well, I mean that happens after every ending of a prior of a an act or Mission. chapter. Yeah, yeah. You have You're nightmares right. about a fucking kid in a forest with benches and shit. What? Right. Ah, like, uh, I don't know where this came from, but okay, trauma. It's fine. Right. We're just gonna say it's trauma. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of like little acts, like little side things you can do to help with. Um, Help with your your stats because there's a map. It's your preparedness or your readiness. You're like your war readiness, and that's mm-hmm. how you can you do these things that'll rack up your readiness. You have to be at a certain percentage to even start the end. Like you don't you can hit a certain percent like percentage in the game, not finish the axe and go straight to the end. <clears throat> mm. Um, you'll probably fail. Just um, beeline it. Yeah, you will probably get fucked up. You will get fucked up bad. <laughs> But if you do a whole bunch of side, if you do as many side missions and multiplayer missions as possible, like everything is gravy ish, uh, as much as you can. And there was an app for Apple that you could like deploy troops to sectors or something. And Galaxy at War, yeah, it was Galaxy at War. Yeah, like that was fun. Uh, 
That also had. No, the... I thought I, I thought they had a codex there, right? Yeah, had the you codex on there, where you could listen to the guy literally just talk about all the fucking races, just like most with my fucking headphones in. I'm like, yeah, great. I want to hear more about the fucking Solarians, please. Yeah. Tell me about how they're weird frog I wanted, people. I want to hear your years. voice. Who are you? Can I get more books <laughs> narrated by you? Can you read the Mass Effect books, please? Except for that last one, which was total shit. Besides the horse shit one, that that was uh, uh, fucking thrown to the wayside. Yeah, no one no one remembers that one, but the first ones were great. Um, yeah. So yeah. So then there's the dreadnought. Um, priority dreadnought. Um, where you actually go to Ranok and you get to deal with the Geth and the Corians, uh, because the Corians were like, "Fuck it." We're going to Rannoch. It's now or never. Now or never. We got to go back to our planet if we're going to fucking... We, we can't fight the Reapers in a bunch of fucking, like, well, no, caravan, this was like, like space caravans. They didn't even care. Well, we want the Geth because they're the biggest fucking fleet in the goddamn galaxy. Like, they've got the right. most ships. They've got thousands of ships ranging from, like, shuttles to these huge live ships. Like, they've got firepower. But they're also, like... They're making their stand. They're going to Rannoch. They're finally, they've put their foot down and they're like, fuck it. We're doing it. Whether everybody else, like, they don't even care right now what's going on everywhere else. Like, this is them. They're finally doing it. Priority number one. Yeah, is them going after the Gath. And then, depending on what happens, Tally's there. And either she's an admiral because you fucking... We're the best goddamn lawyer the Geth had ever seen, which is totally blowing it out your ass. Um, and she's an admiral. And she's like, I didn't want it, but made me because my dad. Here I am. Or she's an outcast because you failed because you're just a dumb soldier who shouldn't have been a fucking lawyer in the goddamn first place. And she's like, <laughs> I'm like their dirty little secret, but I'm fucking amazing. Or she's dead. And you deal with somebody else. I don't know their name, and I'm not gonna look. Couldn't know. No, good. Don't. I, I, nobody lets Tally die. No. <laughs> I I don't get it. She's not. Yeah. Don't. I mean, it's one of those things where like like Mass Effect Two almost is like a litmus test for like, do you know your fucking characters at all? Like, you, don't put Tally in the fucking lava tunnel or whatever the fuck. You know, make sure you have somebody who has shields who can like you know. Not Jack. Like, make that sure charge. you. Make sure everybody's happy before you go on that goddamn mission unless you want them to die. Unless you want them to die, yeah. <laughs> um, make sure your renegade no, or um, paragon is high enough. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this this whole... this uh, Similar to um, uh, the Krogan storyline, I don't remember too much about the beat-to-beat moments of Rannoch. I um, do. Although I... I, I remember the end stuff. I remember all of the sacrifice and all of the oh, like, I a lot of the cutscenes and stuff. All of it. But like, what's the? What was the fucking weird bug thing from Mass Effect One that you could spare? Oh, Rachni. Rachni has nothing to do with Rannoch, does it? No, it or doesn't. What, that I deals the with Tichanka, and we'll get there. Uh, gotcha. I could. We, you want it? Well, let's go through. Let's go through Rannoch, and then I'll get to that little side. Then we'll quest. put a pin on. We'll put a pin on the main on, main story and go back to the fucking. Let's go back Rachni. to yes. Let's put in this. So they're fighting, and the Geth have their giant dreadnought. So you have to go to the Geth dreadnought, 
and like infiltrate it to take down its systems because it's con it's controlling all the little fighters that are just fucking everything up. Uh, right. And pretty much most of the admirals were like, this was dumb. Um, the guy who's in charge of like, the civilian ships, like that admiral was just like, I hate all of you. Like, you're all fucking twats. Like, why are you putting these Oh, because the admiral was like, yeah, we kind of fucked the geth like over and over and over again on this one. Like, we're monsters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Zendaro, who's voiced by Claudia Black, is like the spy master type admiral she loves to like dissect things and she wants to take get like legion apart and like study them and you're like man go fuck mm. yourself you're a dumb twat yeah and then there's some of the admiral uh, other admirals that are just like full total warmongers i think the main one was the guy who is also voiced by Logan in dragon age origins <laughs> one of them is is voiced by Logan. I think that's chorus, but I'm not quite sure. Don't fact check me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so you have to go onto the Geth warship, the Dreadnought, to like turn it off to stop the Geth from the fighters from going after the civilian ships. And there's Legion. And the Geth had the Geth, like Legion went back to the Geth and tried to like talk to them because after his side mission, like there's mm -hmm. more Geth or less Geth. Uh, depending if you've if you kept the other geth that got infected by whatever like there's more geth to fight and it's worse but if you destroyed them there's less geth and it's it's not as bad like the geth aren't right. like the Porians aren't dying as quickly um and then tally and geth but you know and legion they talk and you're like fuck man legion are you okay and he's like man what a shit time um, right, like this is all bad. This is all, all bad. bad. So, and then you actually have to go to Ranrock. Um, because there's, because the Geth got stuff from the, um, the from the Reapers, the Heretics. Mm -hmm. The Heretics have done something, um, and they have like towers or something. Like they're communicating with this code from the Reapers, and you have to shut that down. Um, so you have to go to Rannoch. And if you take Edie, it's kind of hilarious because she, like, jitters a little bit. Like, she stutters because she's so far away. <laughs> and there's so much interference from the Normandy because she can't be that far <laughs> away from it. So don't take her. Mm. Um, but you, you go through. Uh, you have to go find the civilian admiral because his ship crashed. Um, and he's dead. And that's sad because he's cool. Mm. Um, or he he stays behind because he's dying. Uh, he stays behind somewhere and he does something that way. Uh, but you have to take down AA gun towers. Um, and then they have like this laser guidance missile. No. Um, the Reapers are like, fuck you. There's a ginormous Reaper on this planet. And it's coming after you. And that's a boss battle. There's also a driving sequence where you're trying to run away God, from yeah. the Reaper. And you're like, fucking just go. Let's just go. Let's just go. Cause just you, pedal to the metal. Because you have to. And then you also have to go into the Geth hive mind. And you see how the Geth uprising started. Through, like, 
recorded like data and stuff like that and like vi stuff and right? vi like stuff like and you have to like stop it's a virus there's a virus infecting and that's how you get the virus out of the geth is you have to go into their consciousness their group consciousness and burn it out with a gun and she's like and of course <laughs> shepherd's like why is it a gun they're like we thought it would be something you'd be familiar with <laughs> and you're like well that fits yeah, I mean, what shade? What that shade? is some shade thrown oh, at Shepard. Like, Legion. Uh, you, you only, the only language you speak is gun. It's gun, so here you go. Um, and, of course, they don't show what the Geth look like because you don't know what the Geth look like, so why would they show you something that you can't understand? So that's right. their saying of why you can't see the Geth, like the, the Corian's faces, because they're going by, you're seeing what you perceive as the Corian's. And they have masks right. on. Um, but it shows, like, they're just, they're just thinking, like, they're like little robots who are asking if they have a soul and why don't you love them? And then you fucking are killing them. It's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it should be, like, the, like, the what not to do of if we have AI that go sentient. Like, right. like, don't fucking kill it. How about you just try and teach it like a child? You know, you don't kill your creations. You teach it. Try and nurture it in some way. Yeah, you nurture it yeah. and you let it grow. Like, if a kid asks, like, Mommy, where are babies coming from? You don't, or if they you don't ask fucking you, beat him with a hammer. Yeah, he's like, do I have a soul and what's God? Like, you don't fucking, like, murder it. You're like, well, here's the Bible, baby. Or there is no God. Uh, let me tell, tell you about humanism. I don't know. <laughs> However it goes down is how it goes down, but you're not supposed to, like, just throw it away and, like, oh, this one's too smart for its own good. Yep. Gotta beat his ass. Gotta throw it away. Just yeet. Um, so that's, it's, you looked at me funny on the camera. That was hilarious. Thanks. I'm sorry. Was it because I said yeet? Yeet. yeet. Just, okay. I'm gonna yeet this. Um, child. Child. <laughs> It's that Lion King gif where he just oh god throws yeah he just throws him. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I've been Twitter. Twitter. No, great. it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> um, like it's showing you, and they're like, we we kept the world the way it is. Like we we fixed all the cities. They fixed everything, hoping that the Koreans would just come back and be family. And try and try and live together. And live together. Like, that is what the Geth have been trying to like, do. They, the, the Koreans that help the Geth, like, the Koreans revere them. Like, they love them. And, like, they don't hold any grudges. They're just trying to live, like, a live an actual life. And if you, the Geth right. would, if the Koreans would just been like, hey, yo, so we did a bad um we're sorry but uh we good can we go to <laughs> couples counseling and maybe figure this shit out and we can live happily ever after again like that we got these uh giant robot squids on our doorstep we might want to hurry up this therapy yeah <laughs> like we gotta we gotta sh this is gonna be some like ex oh kitty oh god why did you do this to oh kitty 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 oh egon's jealous <laughs> my dog just got jealous that's great. Uh, That's great. He's like, Mom, what are you doing? You're an asshole. Kitty. You gotta put the cat down. Or else I'm never gonna it. be able to got talk it. about fucking mass effect. God damn it. <laughs> put that cat away from me. Oh, where I was <laughs> what was I saying? 
I think we were talking about um, oh, kind of just the wrap like, up of the Corey and Geth stuff. Yeah, we were talking about therapy. It's like the the therapy where you just make make them do the things that they don't want to do. Like, you don't like spiders? You're going into a room full of spiders. Here you go. You're going into a big spider tomb. Yeah, no, gross. Um, so, yes. So, you finally fight a reaper face-to-face. Literal face-to-face. Uh, with a gun that shoots a ladar that makes the Geths shoot in this one precision point area, and that's how you kill a fucking quarry. You snipe it. You snipe it from space. Orbit. <laughs> you were the, the world's largest sniper rifle, pinpointed on one little one little part. You can just their eye. Zap just this like fucking yeah. And the way it, And then when it dies, when it when the Reaper dies, it's just like, uh, you thought this was it. No, there's millions more of me. And you're like, fuck you, you're dead. Fuck you. And then he'd fucking yeah, then his red light his howl laser God, eye turns off. But the that <laughs> dumb that boss fight is dumb because it's just you and like rolling and dodging. It's not yeah, it's yeah. Like, you're just basically doing the, uh, it's, it's very it's simplistic. Yeah, it's very yeah. simplistic. But you know what? Whatever. It was a cool it was a cool uh story moment though. It was a cool story For moment. Sure. And then like you have to make the decision between Geth and the Koreans. And if you if you did good, Legion uploads his code to the Geth, sacrificing himself. Uh to save everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he saviors him. He Jesuses himself. Pretty much. He is there. He is going to be the fucking Geth Messiah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. For sure. And Tally, or Tally, if you side with the Geth, will jump off a cliff. Will kill. She'll kill herself, and you'll have a fucking... This is the first the first time I played because I went with the Geth because I'm like, yeah, these Corians kind of assholes. I'll go with the Geth. Little did I know that the Paragon interrupts that to save Tali actually doesn't save Tali. That was the most subversive fucking like, you know, you try and uh, you fail alignment check. Yep. Yes, because you succeed. Like, oh, I got the button pressed. Tali's gonna be just fine. What? No, she's fu- she fucking like slips right out of your hand and fucking dies anyway. And it's like, holy shit, uh, like. For a game that was, you know, the last couple of games especially, so built on binary choice and, like, being good and being bad. And you do the good thing and you're going to see the good ending and all this shit. It's like, oh, I thought I was doing the right thing. And I, you know, the game literally gave me you the fucking Paragon prompt. the scene and the scene, fu- mm-hmm. like, fate fucked you. Like, this- for, for real. Yeah, for real. It- and that was like, I had to reload the save. I had to be like, I can't. I can't live with this. Like, Tali was my romance, you know? Yeah. Like, I can't... My girlfriend just committed suicide. Like, like, my girlfriend killed herself after I thought I was going to save her. And it's like, nah, you know what? I'm going to we're gonna try this one again. Legion, you've been great, but uh, go on. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> do the thing. And if you... I mean, and if you do Legion's, like, side quest from 2, he's like, Tally, your people deserve to live. We deserve to live in peace. Like, I... Let's do this. Or he can be like... The Geth are going to murder you all. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, and then, then you know, violent, black like, and white. war stops. The Geth stop. Like, the the Geth stop. And then a couple of the the bad, stupid 
Admirals are like, okay, start killing. Let's go. Let's let's murder. Let's start lining them up. Let's line them up and just let's do it. And then the other admirals were like, no, man, like fuck you. Like we're stopping. Full stop. Everybody, if our, like Shepard says, if if Ed, just just stop shooting, and there won't be a fucking war. Like no more right. killing if you just both of you just stop shooting. And then they both stop shooting. And then like you later on you find out like. Some of the some of the Geth AI are actually going into like people's suits and like helping them build their immune systems. Like that's like right. one of the most purest forms of symbiosis. Like the Geth right. were the the Geth body was built for symbiosis. Like they don't like before they had suits, they didn't have um there was no insects like on their planet and stuff like that. So the plants kinda like the bacteria had like a weird symbiotic relationship between them and the plants. Like the mm. the the Quarian physiology is built on symbiosis. And so right. to have like finally they figure out like the geth can like the geth and them can live in peace because the geth can be a part of them. Like right. that's super Yeah, that, cool. and that's a really cool and that's why so when I was glomming onto those themes when I was playing the game for the first time. I thought the game was trying to, you know, throw you the ball of, like, you know, this symbiotic relationship, like, you know, living together, this finding this way to, like, have peace and harmony. That, but then by the time you get to the end of the game and it's like, mm, well, the symbiosis isn't quite what we're looking for, but... Well, what's in between the Asari stuff and Earth? Uh, is that, that is I the third citadel um, where, the, where Cerberus tries to take over oh that's right yeah and that's where uh elusive the man starts de- to come back into de- the picture uh, yeah oh uh, yeah so and that stupid ninja dude shows up oh kai lang gross yeah so we're in act two so this is the third citadel we meet with the sorry counselor we see location with crew redbacks of the catalyst which helps with the crucible catalyst is on thessia um so we got to go to thessia yep Oh, priority but two. But Thessia, a lot of bad shit happens. Ah, uh, see, so Citadel 2 is where the um, Cerberus tries to take over fucking Citadel. And then it's supposed to be the Vale and the Geth and Rannoch. Whoops-a-daisy. You can do some editing, right? <sighs> sure, it'll be fine. I, I still think we hit most of the... Because, honestly, not I wasn't ever wowed by Kai Lang, ever. And, but like, also, like, the Citadel death of thing. Thane is a huge, like... Yes, that is true. Okay, the, the death of Thane is very so important. So here, let's let's start get started. All right, one, two. I did. I haven't stopped fucking recording. So. All right, I wrote down the point where we're gonna uh, resume. So okay, we're good. All right. Uh, so before we go forward, uh, there's a second section of the Citadel, because you go back to the Citadel like three times, in the course of the game, and the second one right. is, oh hey, something's going on. Uh, the Solarian counselor's like, uh, Cerberus is taking over. Uh, come help us. <laughs> um, we need help. We need help. So, there, and Bailey's there still, because Bailey is now the head of CSEC. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> uh, he's like, fuck, I hate this thing. Like, can I just go back to the wards? Because politicians suck. They're all babies. And you're like, sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> too bad for you. Um, so they've taken over and you have to fight your way through um like the presidium almost pretty much it's pretty much this presidium um mm-hmm. 
where you meet like the service agent Kai Lang, who's like this. You meet him in a book. He's like Cerberus's little assassin who looks like a migraine human form. Uh, his mm-hmm. whole body makes me go meh. Um, and you try he's you, he's trying to kill the Solarian counselor because um, the other counselors are with her. Dino, who is a Cerberus agent. Fuck him. He sold us out. God, which seems like a out of nowhere, in my opinion. Because, like, if you backed the guy, it seems like all that was for nothing. But, well, I, mean, I mean, I guess that's just the game telling you, like, hey, this guy's kind of a shithead. Well, he is <laughs> because he's all about humanity. Humanity. Humans right. gotta seem strong. I have a tiny dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm not projecting anything on any man. No, of course not. Um, I'm a mediocre white man. I'm, I'm amazing. Um... <laughs> So the Solarian is like, hey, Odina, the Solarian council is like, hey, Odina's on Cerberus' side. He's going to have all the the rest of the council killed, and they're just going to take over. And you're like, fuck me. Um, so you have to find him. And in the point of fighting Kai Lang, Thane comes in. And if he had been six months earlier, he would have won, hands down. Mm-hmm. Uh but he gets mortally wounded by fighting Kai Lang. But he also gives you, like, the edge you need to get to the rest of the council before Udina kills them. And then you go there, and Udina tries to tell either Caden or Ashley that you are in still fact working for Cerberus. And if you're good enough, um, you can shoot right past... Caden or Ashley hit kill Udina. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's really Hell fucking yeah. cool. Um, and there's a cool elevator fight with Kai Lang and some of the servers people where you have to like jump back and forth between like elevators on the top of fucking elevators that are going super fast. Um, <laughs> which is bananas. Um, and then Ashley or Caden, they're now on your team on the ship Mm -hmm. as your thing and if you're pursuing them romantically like you were in the first game or second whatever um that can continue on um and they're like man everything's hurting like we're fucked um i think at this point you can go to the one spot on the citadel like that's like your little getaway cutscenes happen character is that the thing where you you're like shooting shots with fucking uh Garrus in like Mass Effect Two or whatever, isn't that? Don't you just fucking? Uh no no no. Uh, I haven't got. Is that in three? That's in three. Um no, this is like the little little Not Presidium there. area. Oh, like okay, the restaurant yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, where you can see Matriarch mm-hmm. Athena, who is like, <laughs> so you're Alira's dad, huh? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, and I'm spying on her too, like, <laughs> you know, because you know her mom might have been an, a monster who knows right uh, benezia yeah benezia and you can actually like convince her to go say hi to her daughter um which is really cool um like liara meets her dad she's like i know she's my dad like what do you want from me like, like just say go so go say hi to your mom go say hi to your dad like go be go have a relationship with your other parent and she's like, fine, fuck. 
Or you can, um, this is also where you can tell Edie and Joker to, like, ask each other out. <laughs> On the part of the Pisidium, <laughs> you know, Edie's like, well, what do you uh, do with a date? And you're like, I don't know, go do something. And she's like, oh, well, he likes comedy. <laughs> Let's go see a comedy show. <laughs> you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> this is also where you can find that uh, Asari on Massive in Mass Effect 2 on Ilium who's dating the Krogan and he's spouting love poetry at her um <laughs> oh yeah god I remember oh, this fucking so guy cute. now it's so adorable um, oh god and he's a he's a he's work he's not working for the Krogans he's working for the Turians as a scout and she has a little girl and this is where we get to Grunt's mission yeah fuck yeah grunt so this is grunt's mission you go to this planet because they're like hey remember the rachni you're like yes <laughs> yeah i remember the rachni god damn it i remember the rachni <laughs> so in the majority of my playthroughs i always like let the queen live like go live your life and she helps that asari you know woman on this like they fix her ship and She's like, we're doing, you know, we're doing what we promised. We're staying out of people's way, stuff like that. Um, but then you find out, like, oh, the Rachni are back and they're being really aggressive. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, we didn't, this is not what we agreed upon. And then there's our lack company. And that's Grunt's little, little guys and little, his little platoon, his own little his, team. His little, yeah, his little, his little mercenary platoon. Um, which is where the gift comes from of him busting through a couple of crow and going, Mama! Uh, <laughs> so cute. Um, and then you find a recording of that. You okay there? Is he, are you trying to find the Sorry, cat? I thought I heard something fall. No, my cat's right over here. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> I thought something fell. <laughs> uh, uh, no, every, I see everything still up the way it's supposed to be. Um, good, good, good. Yeah. Um, you find the recording of him. Um, about talking, being all poetic about his wife and his daughter. Aww. And it's so sad and cute. And I'm just like, ah, could I just cry more? Um, Such an emotional roller coaster. Uh, this whole, th this, this mission is, everything in this fucking game is an emotional roller coaster if you look good enough. It is kind of a roller everything coaster. Everything is top to all bottom. fucking emotions. Um, right. It's like a Naraga, it's just White Rider Rapids, just emotions. Um,. <laughs> The Reapers have pretty much, like, held the queen hostage and taken her over. Um, well, she still remembers everything, but she's, like, locked up, and they're using her babies as, like, soldiers, and she's like, just kill us all. Um, just just kill, you know. And either you can either save the Rachni, or you can save Grunt's team. Um, right. Grunt's not happy about it, but... No. Um, but I, I saved... I saved the rack, didn't I? Um, yeah. Because essentially the Me poor too. queen is getting fucking raped. Um, right. And forced to breed like, you yeah, know, like, monster soldier children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you have to get you like, their voices, there's there's nothing there. Like, there's no voices. It's it's all black. And you're like, well, this is horrific. Um, it's really fucked. But like, she, like the, the rack and I that aren't indoctrinated, like they go off and they go help build the crucible and seeing some of the the things were like man this bug just the came artwork. out 
out of nowhere was just helping us with shit like to- it's totally bonkers but okay let's go with it <laughs> like yeah yeah i love i love reading about that shit i was just like these fucking bugs came out of nowhere and started building the fucking weapon like cool um, <laughs> sure all right i'm cool with this i guess like <laughs> we'll 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 see what happens it takes man. all kinds this man. is wild <laughs> this place is wild but okay <laughs> bedfellows of war it's right strange, man. man um yeah whew. yeah so grunts grunts the best um so we've and when we deal with Rannoch and then we go back again after Rannoch to the third (laughs) time hopefully this is like the last yes this is the last time we go to the The last before the big ending of the citadel um where the Asari counselor is like hey you know that big project you're working on that no one else knows about wink wink nudge nudge well I think we know where the last like this part the catalyst that helps pull it all together i think that's at thessia uh so you might want to go there uh and you're like okay cool but there's a side mission with samara and her daughters um because in mass effect 2 you find out that samara had daughters and they were all yarak yachi which is like the genetic bingo of bad luck um, right. It's like birthing succubi, pretty much. Like they are, they are literal like sci-fi succubi. Yeah, like, that is what they are. And I mean, Mamorinth was the bad apple that just like fucked off. But her other two daughters <laughs> are like, no, we're going to this monastery, and this is where we're gonna be. And you go to this monastery, and it's lifeless. And you hear mm-hmm. these weird screams, and you're like, what the hell happened here? And you go through all the audio logs, and it's just like a weird-ass boarding school for for sorry. Like, if you're good, you get to go to town. Um, if you're bad, stop. Uh, I heard that. Um, it's my dog from outside I, the door. You can hear the puppy. Um, <laughs> and then you find out, like, oh, this is what happens to sorry when the reapers get them because so far when they're indoctrinated when they're indoctrinated when they're like assimilated like weird borgified like this the reapers never actually got the like they've just encroached on their territory like this is the first time right because they've hit batarians first and the batarians are weird like what the fuck humans we've seen the human the human uh reaper version the husks, husks. Right. Well, also, they have, like, the Scions and those other types. Right, from right. Um, the Turians, which are we- Marauders. Marauders. Yeah. Um, those are weird. There's also some weird concept art of um, reapified, like... Um, Solarians? Not the Solarians. What are they? Hamlet. It's the Elcor. Elcor. They're like weird Reaper Elcorn, no. They're like weird tank things. And that's really funny how people talk about the Elcor when they're actually going into the battle because they just strap the guns to the top of them and they're like living tanks. And just tanks. go into town. And they're just like, yeah, mm. they are fucking organic tanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you see. But no, everything's really fucked up on this planet uh, by the time you get there. Yeah. And like in a way where it feels like the Asari are just kind of trying to downplay it. Um, and like. Yeah, that and that's the big secret of this world is that the the Asari have been like hiding shit from everybody 
since they went to fucking space. Yeah. You know? They were the like, first... They, they've been hiding out on 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 Reaper technology and, like... No, Prothean you know, stuff. Because or, sorry, Prothean technology. The Protheans enlightened them first. Right. The the Prothean... And Javik will even say, like, yeah, these guys, we, we pretty much uplifted them. Yeah, um, which is why, like, I don't know how you could do this story without Javik, and I've never looked to, like, see how they explain I it. Because remember. Javik provides just such a concrete, like... Yeah, this is literally what happened. Like, my fucking cousin Jimmy was there. Like, yeah. he was he was there teaching these fucking blue squid people how to actually fucking think. Yeah. It's like... So, yeah. So, the Asari were the first to go to space. They were first to find the Citadel. Like, they're the first. Like, and as they're monogender, like, female types, like, they're like the Earth, like, the mother goddesses, deities types. It's kind of right. like a weird trope that they... It's... It's weird. I don't. Whatever. It is a weird trope that that they're like, that not not that's quite the siren thing. <laughs> Damn it, Louis. But it's like the it's like but, the the mother goddess like birthing like civilization. Gaia. But also, no matter who they have sex with, they'll have other assorts. Yeah, it, they just it just takes over. Um, so like they're almost like it's like they're uh, I, I don't want to say womanhood, but like. How they how they biologically function is part of like how they prosper as a species. Yeah, and it's so. very nonviolent, right? Like, and they they pride themselves on nonviolence, but like those bitches can fuck shit up. Um, oh yeah, they they don't play you. An Asari commando you don't play with. Um, sorry, commando. Sorry, Vanguard will fuck you up. Oh my god, love playing them so much. Um, yeah, and they're they were holding off as as long as they could. And then shit happens. And right. watching Thessia burn, like, that whole... That's probably the lowest of the low moments. Uh, like, on a macro level. Like, on a... On a macro. On a big story beat level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... obviously, emotional turmoil, you know, this game's full of that shit. <laughs> Top to and bottom. And I wasn't even that but invested like... in the Thessia. Like, like, no personal, like... Oh no, Liara, your whole oh no. But like, I don't care. Like, well, I mean, Sam- th- the, that's the, the thing. Samara's, is like... Samara's mission was more heartbreaking for me than the whole of Thessia mm-hmm. because it's literally her. Like, if you play it right with that mission, it's one daughter is alive because the other one blew herself and a whole bunch of banshees up to make sure that they don't get Yardak Yachis because that's crazy. And it's her. because getting a Reaper Reapified Yachi would be like well, that's what that all those banshees were were Yachis in that monastery. Um, they were all right. Yachis, but she's that like Samara's like, well, shit. And the daughter's like, I'll stay here. You stay here with me. We'll stay here together. Like, just stay here with me. Like, be my mom for the last bit of it. Right. So that's thing and then you can meet her and then she comes back in the citadel deal oh so yes um the uh, thessia's burning literally just fucking like you know the reapers got it you know yeah, they're and the, devastating that's the asari the home world yeah they've they've now how do asari how do like do asari even have that much of an attachment to thessia like oh, i feel yeah. like that's only for like i think it's pretty huge because that's where like most of their religious stuff is like They've got so much culture mm-hmm. embedded in Thessia. Yeah, that's true. And they, they are more into, I think, I think a, a more vaguely spiritual side yeah. than a lot of other races. So, 
Yeah, I could see that being like a, a almost like an analog or a par- parallel to like Mecca. Yeah. In uh, on, on or the know, Vatican City or Vatican City. Or Vatican, yeah, like the Jerusalem Wall, that all that stuff, yeah. like big big cultural touchstone for the. Well, I I was just thinking because like, well, I mean, you know, Asari can get so detached from like, like you know, you could have multiple generations of Asari where they didn't have both Asari parents because that was like a taboo. Um, so like, I don't know if that plays into like some kind of attachment to like the Asari homeworld or not. I don't because. I still think they actually deal like, with this a lot in the whole trilogy is that a lot of Asari have like a conflicted relationship with other cultures because they feel an attachment to other cultures just as much as anybody else would. Yeah. Because of their mixed lineage. Because of their mixed lineage and that they live for so yeah. long. Compared for a thousand years yeah. or some shit. Then right. Krogan, like, like. Like those two. I mean, even Athena's parents were both apart, like were both like a thousand years old when they. Mm-hmm. You know, they were part of the Krogan Rebellion, and that was hundreds of years before Athena. I was gonna say that's probably that's probably while humans like it's probably present day, like twenty 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 uh, was when the fuck when that shit was. Well, no, because or was it like twenty two hundreds something like that? It's yeah, it's like twenty one something when Mass Effect is going down, but that would be like us in like renaissance we would be like in the renaissance or something like that like right 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 like both of her parents were near a thousand when they figured out that they both were on opposite sides athena's parents (laughs) like you know he was a part of the krogan rebellions her mom fought against it and then when they found out at each other they're like just love whoever comes back and they go and kill each other off like that's a that's that's a Liara's grandparents, Athena. Right. Yeah, like they didn't they didn't come back. Like Athena was like, there wasn't anybody after that. Like they both killed each mm-hmm. other. Um, All it's, right, it's heartbreaking. Um, right, just a lot of emotional turmoil, which I almost feel like is the theme of the game. Is like that kind of uh, balancing the micro and the macro, and like well, just, here comes the from micro. here from here. Well, here comes the from micro. here everything. I feel like builds up and like well no because because now we go to horizon after the colony yeah because investigate services connection to a refugee center that is headed by miranda's dad (sighs) i fucking forgot about that yeah because this guy you know is a huge piece of shit for like fucking two games at this point yeah yeah two games (laughs) And also, Miranda's sister's there. Oriana. Oriana. So, like, the cat's just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna sit here. Yeah, the cat's like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Is mom home, I guess. Maybe. That that would explain it. Yeah. (laughs) So, you go there because they're like, there's a refugee center in Horizon and they're taking people. No, they're not. They're turning them all into husks. All of these people, yep. and then you find out that that's also what they're—that's where the soldiers are coming from. That's where Cerberus's soldiers are coming from. Is well, I mean, you pretty much see that in Mars. Like everybody mm-hmm. has the same eyes as the elusive man because, believe it or not, <laughs> everyone's getting fucked up. <laughs> no, the elusive man got a hold was uh, touched by a Reaper technology, 
when he was right, young. Right, right. Um, by Saren's brother? Yes, it's a comic. I remember this comic. It was fucking <laughs> weird. Also, the elusive man's uh, original name is Jack. Um, hmm. Yep, that's what that was his first name. Um, well, all right. And he was touched by the Reapers. And in fact, the Reapers are using the elusive man to indoctrinate humanity. Surprise, surprise. Also, pretty cool long con. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're also in there. There's a mission with Jacob. Um, where a whole bunch of Cerberus scientists are trying to leave Cerberus, like with their families and stuff like that. So you get to see him, mm-hmm. um, whether you've romanced him or not, you find out like he got a woman pregnant, uh, and he's like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Shepard. Like you knew it was just like a short fling and you're like, man, it was just a fling. Right. And you. well, I mean, that's the excuse we were using for Shepard fucking 35 minutes ago. Yeah. I was like, ah, I was. I was brought back like a fucking Frankenstein blowing off some steam and Jacob's was Jacob's just calling your bluff. Yeah. And he's like, but I'm going to be a dad. Like, I can't fuck this up, Shepard. And you're like, yeah, fuck you. All right, fine. Go be <laughs> your dad. Because your dad was also a piece of shit in Mass Effect 2. Um, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Man, so much of this shit just goes, it's so well tied together. Oh, yeah. It really is. You, you pretty much touch every single character like squad mate in Mass Effect, there's a mission with them in it in Mass Effect Three. There's like, a fucking mission with the fucking Salarian dude that you you probably let die in Mass Effect One. Yeah, uh, I think he's actually on Zerkesh, um, and you deal with him. Jack says you go to the Grissom Academy, which is mentioned in the first Mass Effect book, because Kaylee Sanders is there, who used to have a fling with Anderson. Whose dad was Grissom, named after Grissom Academy because he was a war hero in the first contact war. Welcome to Kayla. Jesus, <laughs> God, this is all. This is too much. Too much connections. Too uh, much. Jack has turned into a teacher at the academy. Uh, she's still kind of funny. Everybody's gonna get tattoos. Um, Hell yeah! If she dies in two, it's one of the students. Who kind of like cobbles it together. Role. Like he's trying, bless him. Um, but J- if Jack was there, if if you let a character die in two, a squad mate die in two, uh, the, expect- the outcomes in three are going to be a little less than they would have been with that character. Because mm-hmm. they fit the role. And everybody's just kind of like, I don't know. I guess I'm going to do this real quick. Sorry. Um, right. So, yeah, that's thing. So you get Kaylee Sanders as a war asset. You get Jack as a war asset. You get um, the kids as a war asset. Because you're training them to be, like, biotic, like, soldiers almost. Like, throwing right. shields and stuff like that. And you can actually tell Jack, like, no, I want these kids as, like, support troops. Like, shields. Like, let's not go out into the fray. Let's use them that way. Right. Um, right. And then she's like, man, okay, fine. Um, well, she's more like, all the kids are like, man, but I want to be a soldier. Like, shoot, shoot, bang, bang. And she's like, you know what? Whatever Shepard says is right. Like, just shut up and do it. Um, right. Which is a, it's a great mission. Um, cause it's just funny. 
Uh, because if she talks, if there's somebody who was on the squad in two and they come with you to that, um, and if they're a love interest of, of Shepherds, she'll crack a joke about them. Um, <laughs> or she'll like have a little snarky quip. It's so cute. Um, but yeah, everybody gets tattoos and then she pretends like she's going to swear and everybody has to put their hands over their ears, blah, 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 blah. Um, what else? Oh, yes, Horizons. So, this is Miranda's plot uh, pull-up from 2 is her dad. She's mm-hmm. genetically amazing, perfect in every way, except she can't have babies, sad panda. I don't like kids. Um, but her sister is there because he's gotten her. He's gotten a hold of Oriana, and she's like, we have to go to Horizon. My dad's there. He's working with Cerberus. Like, we need to shut whatever fucking shit's going down. And then you see all of these husks climbing on everything in this one area. And it gives you the heebie fucking jeebies. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's awful. It's like if aliens had aliens running. Like, if they actually showed all the fucking aliens just crawling all over everything. Like, ah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kill. You can kill her dad. And at some point, if you do something wrong, Miranda dies too. Mm-hmm. Or for some reason, she lives. Uh, I can't remember why. Um, and then she goes on, and <laughs> you can play with her again in Citadel. Um, and that is the end of Act Two. Whew! God. We've got two, two more things. Act Two is very short. Act two is very short, but it's huge because right. you're dealing with the two big bads of the series, Cerberus mm-hmm. and the Reapers. And and they're very intertwined. And, they're very, and you just found out why they're intertwined. Yeah. And the first one is priority. It's Cerberus headquarters. You find out where they are and you go after them. You fucking go after their ass. You find out where this Cerberus HQ is and you're just like, fuck it. We're, go- we're like... We're finishing this up right fucking now, like, well, like because now you're in, inter- intertwined with the Reapers, and now we have to. Yeah, and because they have a Prothean VI that will help with the Catalyst, which is the final like piece of the puzzle. It's the final piece of the puzzle for the for the Crucible, and they are like Admiral Hackett, who's overcharged everything on the Crucible. He's like, mm-hmm. we're almost fucking done. We just need this thing. And Serper stole it. It'll be good. And so, so once this, this is like after, like this is it. Like this is the launching point for the rest of the. Like this is the final go, and you go in, and this is where you find out where Edie came from. Um, uh, like Edie was in Mass Effect One. There was a mission with a rogue VI on Mars on the moon. And that you have to destroy. Well, after that mission, Cerberus goes in and takes that VI. Because the VI's turned sentient. It's now an AI. It's an artificial intelligence. It's fully formed. Mm-hmm. That's Edie. Edie is, which ties wow. into Mass Effect 1. <sighs> right. Um, everything come together. Everything comes together. And this is where... And Edie, it's not like Edie is some fucking no-name, like, whatever. Like, Edie's, you know, 
been around you in two games at this point and now drops this bombshell on you. Well, I mean, you find out through, like, recordings. Edie right. doesn't really re- – like, she's like, oh. Remember the old life Yeah, she's like, oh, shit. Um, and in that time in Mass Effect 3, she's asking you questions about – feelings and emotions and things like that and like her and joker are starting to get this really deep connection like she she's integral like she's a part of the family right and like you're not gonna let her fucking just die like that sucks um so you go to this place called the chrono station um and Edie is a required member of this mission like full stop. Um, so there's a lot of phantoms, which are like these weird sniper ladies with swords and shit. It's because they're based oh, on yeah, Kai I Lang. totally forgot. They're based yeah, on they're Kai based Lang, on... Mm-hmm. who's in there. Um, Those fuckers are annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you deal with all this. You deal with some mechs. Gross. Um through the smoking hole you you find the human reaper remains because Cerberus has them of course they fucking of course do. they do because either you give them to them in two or you blow it up and they get it anyways because they have all the information from the Normandy because it bugged the fuck out of that ship so they just do right. it anyways so that's where it is and that's where the indoctrination shit is coming in from Cerberus mm-hmm. is through the fucking reaper because duh it's a goddamn reaper like right. you learn this in two, um, and then that's where you kill Kai Lang. Huzzah! With the coolest fucking renegade uh, prompt fucking ever. Yes, man. that and he's like, like, this is for Thane, you son of a bitch. Like, like, oh my god, fuck yeah! Because he's about to fucking swipe, like you know, put his sword down on you, and you just like back fist a sword and shatter it. Like, yes, man, there's some cool moments in that fucking game. You just fucking kill this motherfucker what a punk ass bitch oh yes what a bitch god and and like i remember at the time it was like oh he's actually very involved in like a couple of books or whatever and i'm like i don't like this guy he sucks and i'm glad i killed him yeah he's a, but he's also a fu- he's also an asshole in the two books um right. because he goes after the he pretty much like infiltrates the korean fleet and that's why like the Koreans do not like Cerberus. <laughs> right. Because in one of those books, I think the second or third, he he actually goes into the Korean fleet to try and kill this like this girl and her do- her like her foster father. Um, now remind me, not to divulge too far from that, but remind me how we get from you know killing Kai Lang like you. You ransack the Cerberus base, but the elusive man was one step ahead of you. He's already like at the Citadel again. Yeah, right? he's he's gone, um, and he leaves a message, um, and that for some reason I'm reading the thing. Um, Gotta get a refresher in there somewhere. There's a lot of game. There's a lot We're of almost two game. hours in this podcast. <laughs> I just remember, I think that, like, Elusive Man's whole bit, and we'll get that, when we talk about the ending, we're going to talk about that, but 
you know, he wants to control the Reapers. Yeah. Not knowing that he himself is under the control, control of the, the Reapers. Reapers. He wants to wield them as a weapon to bring humanity into, like, yeah, he an wants intergalactic to, like, stage. Yeah, he submit them is pretty much what it right. is. Right, and it's like, mm, you don't know how this works. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because then we, then we find out, like, the Citadel has relayed itself to Earth. Um, and shit is going down on Earth. And this is where... In London. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right over London. And this is where the fleets come in. Um, and every asset you have, the Quarian fleet, the Asari, that huge-ass... The Ascension, that big-ass ship. Like, the Asari will give you the Ascension if the Ascension hasn't been blown the fucking smithereens from one. <laughs> uh, that ship is there. Everything you've got is there. And... It's just going, like, it's a full-on assault. You just go, and there's no going back. Um, the final assault is now. Yeah, after, it's literally now and After Cerberus, you cannot do anything in the game. Right. Like, it's this and go. It's like trying to do another mission right after Mass Effect 2 when your crew gets taken and you think the crew will still be alive um <laughs> after you do like two missions they're dead they're dead um yep and this is like you go in and this is where you say all your goodbyes to everybody <laughs> and liara might have gotten a baby from you because <laughs> she embraces eternity <laughs> with you <laughs> And you're like, all right, this one time, let's embrace eternity. And you actually figure out what embracing eternity is. And you're like, okay, cool, black. I understand. <laughs> I understand now. You know, your space, your alien boyfriend tells you he loves him and that you better come back. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the wrap-up. It's the full-on wrap-up. Like, we could do this. Hurrah. We gotta tie every single knot on every single bow before we actually go and fight and finish the fight and with the Reapers. And if you did a dumb and you killed Samara and let Mar Morinth take over, she's on Earth as a banshee and she's a bitch to fucking kill. She is a goddamn pain in the ass. It's <laughs> awful. That was one of the worst fights. I... Like I never, I never chose more over Samara, so I wouldn't. Well, know. look, I was one of those people that did literally everything in Mass Effect Two. Let me tell you. So you found a way to get to that save file. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah, it's it's somewhere. Um. So you choose your squad mates. Um, God, I can't remember who I had. Um, you take out the AA battery, which is just like this huge Reaper with a cannon on top of its head. Or it's ass. Right. Um, there's cannibals. There's marauders. Cannibals is what the Bertarians Reaper things are called. Their husks are called cannibals. Right. Yeah. Now I remember now. Um. You do that. So this this does this lead right into the final like final run? Yes. So after you get done with the AA gun, you have you go back to the Citadel with Anderson. And that's where the saddest fucking thing is in the goddamn fucking trilogy is because uh, you approach the conduit 
you go. Which, which the conduit we haven't even breached as to what that is. That like, is the thing that takes you to the crucible. Right. So yes, the conduit is a thing. It's part of the secret weapon plan thing that you've been getting from the uh, from Act Two. Conduit is what takes you from Earth to the the crucible to fire the weapon to stop the reapers. Yeah. It's it's letting you off. It, there's so many proper nouns. Well, because here's game. the thing: it's, it's the Citadel of. was a part of the Crucible. It's the catalyst the entire time. Yes, it's the it's the checkoff gun. Right. And that one, people were just living it on was for the checkoff gun. And three, years. it's the checkoff <laughs> gun. You go back with Anderson for a different reason to the Citadel. Um, and this is where you find Anderson, and he's dying, and he says that he's proud of you. And it's like your daddy saying he's proud of you. And after fucking like three whole games and like this guy you really respect. This, he's your father, this father figure. figure. He really is a father figure to you as Commander Shepard. Oh, and, like, I need to listen. You know, you just that, you that both song. are fucking beat up to shit. You guys are both beat up to shit. And you just fucking like sit next to him and comfort him as he's just fucking dying. dying. Yep. And it's just like I'm proud of you. The track <laughs> is heart wrenching. Like. It's a lot. Oh, it's oh, I can't. I need a minute. Um, yes. So after that, after you get done with that, you go ahead and then you find the elusive man, who's just full on fucking like half his his face is almost half cyborg. Yeah, you know? like he's, he he's pretty much the assimilation it. with the Reapers has like gone to a point where he is just becoming like you know he'll be a husk in a few weeks kind of shit. Yeah, you know? he's, like he's it, gone, it is. Yeah. He's falling apart. He's falling apart, going crazy. Martin Sheen acting up a fucking storm. Um, you know, like he wants to control the Reapers. He wants, like I said before, he wants to wield them as a weapon. He wants to use them to make humanity like the highest it can get. Um, but this whole entire time, like his entire, you know, brain, his entire mind, how it functions is, you know, sort of subconsciously moving it towards like the Reapers goal. So he's just a puppet for the Reapers and he doesn't understand that until you make him and he might, does he shoot himself like uh, like Saren or not? So, <laughs> if you are able to choose the Paragon option, the elusive man will realize that he is indoctrinated. Take Anderson's sidearm and use it to commit suicide. It's pretty poetic. Yes. Um, but he doesn't come back as a fucking robot you have to fight anyway. No. So. <laughs> uh, because they let that one close. There are some options. Uh, threat, I mean, the isn't it like will it, offer you one renegade interrupt. Non-repetition mm. dialogue will give you two. Not taking the final interrupt when it happens will result in quit, critical mission failure. Oh shit! So, yes. After you interrupt, so like, aren't they right in front of the? Aren't they like at the doorstep I'm of the? Getting the there. Crucible? Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. After you interrupt, the, the elusive man will have a few final words with Shepard as Shepard opens up the Citadel and allow him to see that which he has always loved most, Earth. There it is. Shepard will then open the arms of the Citadel, allowing the Crucible to dock. And then you have to make your final decision. And then you follow the Rainbow Bridge. You pick your color, Poison. Uh, and everything's happy ever after. So, there is three. Three. Count them. Three, there's three. Control, which is the blue option. Option results in Shepard sacrificing corporeality to become a part of 
the Reaper fleet. Command it. She takes over. Uh, the Reapers will then leave Earth, presumably at the will of the commander. Instead of firing a beam, only a pulse will be released from the Citadel. The pulse spreads throughout the Mass Effect relay network, causing them damage, but not as much as other endings. No harm will be caused to the Citadel, which then seals itself. But then she takes over and she's a part of... She's controlling... She's doing what the Reaper... The elusive man wanted. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. She is controlling them. Destroying is the red option. (laughs) Which I fucking love. It is the result... It is the destruction of all synthetic life. That is including the Geth and Edie. The Crucible will fire a beam pulse into the Mass Effect relay. Everything goes through the Mass Effect relay. Because Reapers build it, it's their main mode of whatever. Um, spreading the blast across the galaxy, but destroying every relay in the process. Mm-hmm. The Citadel is also destroyed, breaking into pieces, before choosing the Catalyst Warren Shepard that it is possible new machines will be built in the future. Because everything repeats itself. So the history itself. can repeat itself. Because yes. like that, that, is, that is also part of the Reaper uh, philosophy of, like, you know, we'll cultivate these races when they've uh, reached a certain point. And then we'll do it all over again in like ten thousand years, you know. Like every it, it everything works in cycles in this world. So yes, but but yeah, that's fucked up. I I net the the red ending, you know, is like oh, I'll just destroy everything. Yeah, I'll just but fuck- it never really sat well with me. Yeah, and then there's the last ending, which is the synthesis ending. Shepard, so I adds- thought it was the canon ending. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the canon ending. Uh, Shepard adds their energy to the crucibles, thus creating a new synthesized DNA. The Catalyst explains that this is the best option, of course, since synthesis is the pinnacle of evolution and will render the Reapers obsolete. The Crucible emits a green light beam, whatever, altering all denizens of the galaxy on a genetic level. The mass relays are destroyed using the Crucible's use. The Citadel is also destroyed, breaking into pieces. In every ending, the Crucible's blast wrecks the Normandy, tearing the ship's engines off and causing it to crash land on an unknown planet. Uh, If they have the best EMS, which is the thing for the galaxy map, whatever. um, Mm -hmm. If Synthesis is chosen, Joker, Edie, and the player's most favored crew member will exit the ship. (laughs) Which, yeah, and they have different fucking eyes and whatever, and, like, I don't know. That always felt right to me because of, like, Joker and Edie's relationship, partly. Because, yeah. like, now now they're, they're, like, the same being, right? Like, they're the same... Well, wait, does... Did Synthesis make, uh like, uh, synthetic life more organic? Yeah, so everything is mixed together, and there's no such thing as, like, synthetic. It's all mixed together. It's all, it's all synthesis. Yeah, every, it's all, everything yes, this... is merged, so there's... Well, then why wouldn't this be the actual yeah. ending then, man? So... It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Um, so this is the ending to all the Crucibles. If EMS is 4,000 plus, then three crew members will exit in the destroy and control endings. endings. Joker and two of the players was favored crewmates. So Edie's gone because control and destroy. Um, after the well, destroy cre- makes obvious sense obvious as to why. Sense. But after the credits, a scene will be shown in which Old Stargazer tells the shepherd the tales of the shepherd to a small child. Voiced by what? Like um, 
Uh, one of the astronauts who ended on the moon, I think, I, right? I think uh, Buzz. Not Neil Armstrong. No, it's Buzz Aldrin. But... Yeah, yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Okay. Which is such a nice book. I love him. The here's the so here's the extended cut because by, babies are babies and fucking babies. God, you fucking fucking children! I swear to Christ. <laughs> this section detail. Okay, extended cut installed. Changes the presentation of the ending by incorporating additional cutscenes because people are babies and can't have anything just hanging there. <laughs> yeah, it's it. No, no, hold on. And extended cut technically ventures in the DLC realm. We're probably gonna do a whole episode about the DLC, but no, because they have a fourth ending where you just say, "No, nah, I'm not gonna do any of this shit." You fucking turn around and like everything yes, dies. Refuse. But then, but then it's Buzz Aldrin's refuses. just like. Yes, that is the fourth one where someone can walk away because apathy is Which death. Is, that is the, so this is an anime reference. Just a heads up. It's End of Evangelion where like the creators are so fucking annoyed at their fan base that they make an ending where everybody loses and everybody dies. And it's like, ah, the next 10,000 years, those guys have it just fine because uh, Liara was a good bookkeeper. So Liara was sure to fucking archive everything properly before everybody fucking died. So now Liara just builds these books for the next generation to fucking fix everything because everybody in our timeline fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. There's a, yes, there's the fourth ending. There's a new ending, um, you fucking babies. Also, people couldn't understand that Shepard would be dead at the end of Destroy. So if the EMS, which is their effective military strength, which is for the galaxy map, if it's over 3,100... Shepard is seen barely alive, gasping, gasping for breath. If Anderson is shot by the elusive man, the player needs a higher EMS to see this short scene. So they had to add on that maybe Shepard lives because, you know, your main character can't just fucking die. Yeah, but I mean, like, that wouldn't show up in, like, the control ending, right? No, that's only in the destroy. That's so weird. That's such a weird thing, then. Like, why would Shepard die for sure in the synthesis ending? I. Maybe because well, because in synthesis well, no. she merges and becomes a reaper. She becomes oh, okay. the commander of the reapers. Her body is gone, but she lives. Right. And they like, yeah, she like is. But man, in the destroy, destroy is like you got to sacrifice all the like. Imagine going through the turmoil of the get. Imagine if you somehow chose the get side and then you chose destroy. I was just like, oh okay, so I just did, fucked everything it's up a, for no it's reason. The, the lives of the few for the lives of the many. Oh God! Yep. yep. God, God, God. Um, yes. Uh, but that—that that then what? That is the end of Mass Effect Three, right? Until we get to other stuff. Uh, the control blue options result in separate check. Yeah, blah 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 blah. But then instead of firing a beam, only a pulse. The pulse. So this is what the difference is. The pulse spreads. Shepard directs the Reapers to repair the Mass Effect relays and help rebuild the galaxy. Commander Shepard. Ah, there's Hannah. Narrates the ending. Mm -hmm. So depending and depending on how Paragon or Renegade they are, is how she narrates that and how she utilizes it. Like utilizes them. Like I'm doing it pretty good. Or these are now mine. Like Ah. I control everything now. Like I am the god. I am beyond God. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in Whew. the aftermath for synthesis, the green ending, um, 
The Reapers rebuild the damaged relays of their own accord, as well as share the collective knowledge of, of all the civilizations. Yep. And all the civilizations that have ever been. Mm -hmm. So, Utopia. And that is, that's the main game. Pretty much. That's Mass Effect 3, and that's not even the DLC. Oh, We're having a whole other episode for that. Um, man, what a fucking journey. All right. I'm not, I, I haven't played this game in ages, and I'm not going to. I remember all of it. it it's it's all very, it's all pretty vivid. There was stuff I, I definitely forgot about, but when you started talking about it, it definitely came back. And uh, man, what a Pretty much on, off the journey. top of my head. Um, right, right. I mean, there's a couple things. But, like, the uh, endings, I've actually only finished the game, like, twice. <laughs> right. I get to one point, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. I remember the rest of this. <laughs> I don't need to know. That's It's the weird thing. We're good. We're good. Genophage, I'm good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. We're going to see this red giant wrestling match with a reaper and a giant worm. That's the best part. <laughs> Let's reload that over and over again. <laughs> well, if you want to hear more of our silly ventures into... Uh, our vast lore of Mass Effect. We do have other Mass Effect episodes here on Grind Forever. Um, and you can peep those over at pnbcast.com where we have a bevy of other shows under our belt. We've had, I've had Grind Forever's with Robert Beach talking about Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. We've had some solo episodes of PNBFM go live recently with myself. Um, and then I think it was a couple of weeks ago, Brendan, Brendan Lundy had a, a pretty touching solo PNBFM episode as well. Um, eventually we've... Eventually, I'm, we're, me, Kayla, and some other people are going to talk about this romance novel that we've been reading. Um, <laughs> because I, I, because I got <laughs> when I was getting doing training at work, we had a lot more downtime, so I brought a book to read. And then as soon as it got to the steamy stuff, like halfway through, I'm just like, all right, gotta save this for later. <laughs> gotta put a bookend on it because it went from zero to sixty, man. I'm telling you, I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> I was, I was getting enthralled with the fucking like slice of life day to day stuff, but um. <laughs> So we'll have to see how that turns out for sure. Yep. Uh, I I would it. love to, to. I it's it was a quick read. It wasn't that hard of a read for no, me. So. Not. Uh, but yeah, if you want to support all that we do here on PNB and get these shows like Grind Forever and PNB FM and After Alpha and Level Select and whatever else we want to do, you can get them a week early over at Patreon.com/PNB for a very cheap price of just I believe our three dollar level. Um. Take a look over there if you want to uh, support us. We'd appreciate any and all support you can give us. Um, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Tierney and Kayla is at Kayla Neal Writes. Although I think she'll have to approve the follow. So be nice. Yes. Be a good person. Be, don't, do, don't be a dick. I don't do be a have dick. to approve that follow. Thank you. And, but you know what? I think that's your right. Yep. <laughs> it's totally your right. Um, so definitely give us a follow over there. You can follow PNB on Twitter at PNBCast. That's where I tend to have the most updates for the show on a, like a weekly basis. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. So uh, for myself and Kayla, uh, have a great day. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.